So there's so many reasons why brainstorming sucks. It's a really, really shit model. And it's 80 years old. It was designed in a workplace by Alex Osborne 80 years ago, and it served us well. And he's done a good job, but workplaces have changed. Zoom and Teams and hybrid work and all of that has changed. And we're still using some of those same tools and wondering why we're getting shitter and shitter results. So there's a bunch of ways that you can solve this because I know that question is coming next, Shelley. Of <laughs> how do you how do you solve this? And it's a great question that I've anticipated you asking. <laughs> so how do we tell us? <laughs> <laughs> yes, um, you just have to rejig and reapproach how you do it. So creative ideation is, is wonderful. Getting people together is wonderful. But there's a couple of things you should do beforehand. The first one is, and sometimes, you know, in an ideal world, you've got lots of time and everyone has time to think creatively before you come to a meeting. And sometimes you don't. Sometimes you do have to say, guys, it's two o'clock, meet in the boardroom. We've got an hour. We need to try and solve this. And if you do do that, then you there is a process that you should follow. First part is dedicating a bunch of time to the problem. I recommend about one third of the time you have discussing the problem. So really ask questions, interrogate it, be its therapist, really spend time doing that because in discussing the problem, you start thinking of the answers. So do not, don't come to the answer, but it just starts putting ideas in, in your head. The next thing you do is every, everyone shut up and you then do five minutes, three minutes, 10 minutes, however long you have of solo in peace ideation. So everyone in the room, has five minutes and they you have post-it notes, you have your iPhone, you have Slack, you whatever you have, maybe not Slack because it's um, this shouldn't be public at this stage, but you have a, a notepad and you just spend five minutes by yourself thinking through what some salute, potential solutions to this are. No one talks and I think that's one of the most interesting parts about coming into a creative ideation session and instead of everyone just going back and forward and you know storming your brains, you just shut up for five minutes and everyone thinks of their ideas. Then the next part you do is that you start sharing those ideas. And one of the real simple tricks that I have in the book, which is a way of stopping extroverts from dominating, stopping a thing called hippos from dominating. Um, hippo is, stands for the highest paid person's opinion. And often that is the boss that's in the room. Sometimes it's the boss that's not in the room who's dominating this. And so a really simple technique to stop hippos and stop extroverts from dominating is that you go around the room by the order of whose birthday it is next and you start uh, sharing your ideas in that order. Really simple. And everyone then has a chance to um, say what they do. So you've, you've spent time thinking through what the problem is, you do it individually, you share the ideas, and then you start doing things like plussing. And plussing is a term that uh, Walt Disney came up with, which is about how you add to someone else's ideas and you do this in a way that should be psychologically safe for people. So it should be adding in, on in like positive language, um, not putting someone down, you know, the whole concept that there's no idea, no such thing as bad ideas, kind of taking that and using open language to really plus each other's ideas. And then you start having a gazillion ideas and that's where the creativity happens. But you've built this foundation, which is everyone's had a say. You've got some really interesting ideas because Jenny from accounts who's in the corner, who's in the meeting, who normally doesn't speak. She has these wonderful ideas that are quite left of center because she might think slightly differently to John from accounts, 
because, sorry, Jenny from accounts and John from marketing, they think quite differently because of how they approach and how their brains work and how they're being conditioned. Yet the two of them might have these really amazing ideas that once you start plussing it and you start building it on top of each other, you then start creating real amazing creativity. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Uh, I, there's so much that I love in that, like just so much. The first thing that I love is the solo time. I think when we run meetings, we get awkward about having solo thinking time. Like we think meetings have to just be nonstop talking, but they don't. And I think some of the best meetings I've been in have been super structured like that where, okay, we have this problem. We're going to now use this time to work on it in the meeting. Like, and we're going to sit in silence and just actually creating space for people in a meeting to do the solo thinking and get their thoughts together because I think most people need space to think. Like they need that time unless they're like the real hardcore verbal processes where they like to get their ideas out by talking. But I, I don't know, I, lo- I just love that. I think we need to create space and at most meetings would benefit from having solo thinking time as part, just part and parcel, even if it's not a creative ideation meeting. And to add on, build on that, on a plus your idea, the idea, we are so distracted every day. We've got our emails open, there's emails coming through. Hopefully we have notifications turned off on our phone and notifications turned off on the screen, but there's so many things, a thousand tabs that we're looking at on our screen, in our minds, even trying to get somebody, I want you to concentrate for five minutes on this one thing here is harder to do than it sounds. And therefore in a meeting, you get everyone in there, they're not on their phone, they're in silence, you're forcing them. Here's the question that we're trying to answer. I just want you to spend five minutes time thinking about that. If you have 10 people in the room and everyone spends five minutes, that's 50 minutes of undivided attention of collective thinking about an issue. And name the last time when you had 50 minutes of completely undivided attention thinking about an issue. Like it's, it's I, I doubt that most listeners could name time. And I think it just shows even the plus, the plusing stuff is so good. Like, because I think the thing that kills creativity faster than anything is blocking. It's like when we cut down ideas, but I love that concept. And it's the optimism in plusing that I love. Like, how do you add or bring alternatives, but you're not blocking someone's idea or cutting it down? And I think that is such a key part of creative thinking and building that healthy creative process is that we don't have people in the group just railroading someone's out their idea. Yeah. Yeah, and and Google did a bunch of research in this space around what a positive workplace looks like that has creativity at its, at its core. And the key thing that they found was psychological safety. 
So it needs to be psychologically safe for you to bring up ideas without thinking you're going to get laughed at, without thinking someone's going to say, uh, Tim, that idea is never going to work, without your ego being bruised. So it's not about just being blindly positive and saying, amazing, Shelley, your ideas are so good. It's about saying, Shelley, and genuinely thinking, Shelley, that idea that you had before around how to fix the leaky faucet, that's really interesting because it got me thinking about what else is leaking in our house. And there's actually 10 other things that are leaking. So why don't we get a plumber to come in and fix all 10 things at once? And, you know, so you're, you're kind of like taking someone's ideas and you're adding onto it and you're plussing. And as soon as someone feels seen, feels heard, feels valued in a room, all of a sudden, Shelley, you're going to think, oh, wow, my idea about how to fix the leaky faucet has been heard. Therefore, there's this other idea that I have around why don't we do this other thing over here and you feel psychologically safe to bring that up. And then someone else is going to riff on that and all of a sudden Jenny from Accounts is thinking through and she has the best idea in the world because she's been listening and she has been heard and she's also, you know, in, in a way kind of, I'm trying to think of a better term for this, but the term that comes to me is broken the seal um, in a meeting, which is sometimes when you sit in a meeting and if you haven't spoken and half an hour has passed, and you think, oh my God, I haven't spoken. I don't know how to speak. I'm slightly introverted. I'm never going to speak in this meeting. And you start thinking, th you know, thoughts up inside your head. If you can break the seal at the start of a meeting and make sure that everyone is heard, everyone's voice box gets used, everyone gets comfortable talking in, in front of a group of people they might not feel comfortable in speaking about, that does huge things for making everyone feel comfortable. And that's where the best ideas come from.